Okay. I thank you. I'm going to take in the love. So I wrote something, and instead of doing a, a sermon, uh, I want to read to you this, this little piece that I wrote. I don't know how it's going to go. I've not read this before aloud. Um, but it's here's what it says. Dear God, my mind is all a bit slurry right now. I think it might have to do with me having added more than a few drops of sweet orange essential oil into my mask while still at home before Robert, the Lyft driver, would take the four of us to the airport at 5.27 this morning. The fuzzy thinking might be exhaustion, too. Anyhow, we're at the gate now, ready to board one plane that will take us to another plane to take us to my father-in-law's 90th birthday near his home on the west coast of Florida. Annie sits to my left and Emmett to her left, both on screens. To the right are the large windows of gate 17, silhouetting Jane's various poses as she rotates between different stretches. We're getting old, my love she tells me when I stand to join her. I imagine a lot of people, seemingly myself included, think that being a bit fuzzy-headed is a good time to address a letter to God. I bet a lot of people would think connecting with you would be good to do while fuzzy-headed, and I'm not capitalizing the Y in you, as in connecting to capital Y-O-U. That feels weird. I can't get my head around the fact that there aren't capital letters in classical Hebrew or biblical Greek. I get why people do it, though. I've written the 14th century poet, Persian poet Hafiz a letter. That wasn't awkward, any. Why should this be any? Why should this be different? But it is. I'm presenting in the conference room of the Franciscan Spirituality Center in Milwaukee, Oregon, a room of future potential directees, and Larry Peacock, the center's director, it says so on his name tag, has invited me. At the top of a paper, I want you to write, I direct them, to, and then skip a line, and write from, and then skip a line, and write subject. Please put a colon after each of the three words, to, from, and subject. On the second line where it says from colon, I'm going to ask you to write God at God.com. I improvise a line about God's email being registered as a .com as opposed to .org. I've still not found a good punchline for that setup. I thought that was really funny, too. I instruct the 14 people around the conference table to fill in the email address to which God most likely would write to you and skip the subject line for now, as you might not know it until the end of the email. I round out my instructions with, as for the body of the email, think of it as a three-part sandwich. The top layer of bread is the salutation. It might be God calling you by a pet name, or perhaps it is the anonymous to whom it may concern. The bottom slice, the sign-off, 
It might be a dismissive with warm regards, God, or even threatening, I'll be watching you before it signs off. Finally, the middle, that's where you're going to spend most of your time writing and allow yourself to be surprised. You'll never have to share a thing that you write, I assure them, and I set a timer for two minutes. Now I'm thinking right at this moment, you have the opportunity right now to try this exercise. In fact, I thought you might like it so much that I tucked a pre-filled out form three pages from the end of the book. Set a two-minute timer and I'll meet you back here. I also considered having you guys do that right now, but I didn't want that to get in the way of the, the written piece. So, okay. While the individuals dutifully write, I pen a quick letter to the Sufi seer Hafiz. Despite the utter implausibility of getting a response, him being dead and, as far as I know, and I've not yet checked Wikipedia, not an English speaker, I have no difficulty with completing the task of asking him for some tips on how to feel close to God. When time is up, I ask the group, if you were in middle school and asked about the tone of the letter, what might you say is the tone? And I pause. I start vague, I tell them. I'm leading them through the exercises while also explaining the rational rationale of some of the subtleties so that I ease the participants into vulnerability. I repeat again. So I think about the tone of the email you just received. So think again about the tone of the email you just received. And if you're comfortable sharing, tell us in just a word or two the tone of the email you just received. I just realized there should be examples of what people say there, but that hasn't been written yet, so those will get added. I asked as though I just conjured the thought, and for how many of you did the exercise start with one set of thoughts as what you thought it was going to be, but became something else? The answer is indefinitely yes. This group needed a moment of comic relief, so I led them as a group to on the count of three, to pantomime the make-believe keystrokes or mouse clicks that would bring them to hit reply. And then I set a two-minute timer. Time for you to write the reply. And then this is written in the book, but we're not going to do it. Your turn again. Hit reply. What do you write back to God? Set a two-minute timer, and I'll meet you back here. I received my own written response from Hafiz. It says, Secrets? Ha ha ha. You asked me for tips? Ha ha ha. You know you asked, and you think I have secrets you don't have? Bwahaha, oh dearest beloved, ha ha ha, you asked me for secrets, ha, oh how rich, ha 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 ha. Let me conclude with a poem of Hafiz. What is the difference between your experience of existence and that of a saint? The saint knows that the spiritual path 
is a sublime game of chess with God. And that the beloved has just played such a fantastic move that the saint is is continually tripping over joy, bursting out in laughter, saying, I surrender. Whereas, my dear, you, I'm afraid you still think you have a thousand serious moves.